What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. It's the 90 minutes from wherever you are. Take it away, Linz. Thanks, Sedano. All right, so you guys were just talking about the college football playoff and Alabama getting in. And guess what? It just so happened over the weekend that Nick Saban's personal cell phone number happened to get leaked. <laughs> so after this controversial decision of the college football playoff committed, committee to put Alabama in, Nick Saban ended up with hundreds of people calling, <laughs> leaving voicemails, texts, to the point where he just had to completely shut off his phone number. Oh, dude, get, I wish get a new number right away. Number. Who right got that number? Anybody got it? No. No, but he said he had uh, people calling him every name in the book, talking about why they shouldn't be in the playoffs. We still have a lot of naysayers out there, but we'll prove them wrong. He says he has no idea how his number got leaked, but it's out there. Well, I'd like to get that. Anybody got uh, Nick Saban's number? I'm sure we could find it on like some Reddit somewhere. <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's not that one anymore, though. Yeah, he changed it already, so. Yeah. Really? How long have you had your cell phone number for? Oh, man, a long time. 20 years. Probably yeah, really years. long. I don't know. Like, so long. Like, super long. Yeah, I feel like I've definitely had the same cell phone number for at least 22 years. 22 years. I think years. I might, might go back even further than that, actually. Probably like 2008. It's a long time ago, right? 2008? Yeah, how long ago Yeah, it's that? like uh, 15 years. Yeah, okay. I'm mm, bad at math. Yeah. We know this. Bad at math. Well, you've got a calculator on your phone. You're right. I do. <laughs> and I need it all the time. <laughs> Christopher Arthur Morales, how long you had the same phone number? Uh, not that long. I had to change it in 2015. Uh-oh. It's a Why, long some story. some breezies? Yeah, kind of. So I had to do it because my ex at the time was getting real upset with some, some issues still going on my phone. Mm-hmm. So I changed it. Because before then, I had the same one. So I had one of those Ari Gold moments in 2007 when I exited one Fox Sports Radio and Premier Radio Networks. Mm-hmm. Part of the negotiation on the way out was that I got to keep my company phone number for six months. And then guess what happened, Sedano, that day? Our old friend in HR, remember her? Yeah. I said, wait a minute, this was part of the negotiation. And she goes, oh, sorry, IT already cut it off. And I had no communication for like <laughs> two hours. And I ran to the mall back then. I just ran to like the uh, Sherman Oaks Plaza. Yeah, yeah. And went to one of those little places. Yeah. Like kiosk. It yeah, was just, like, I need a phone. I need a phone. Yeah. Amazing. Flip phone. That's why phone. I'll never have a company. Although now you get to keep your number. Back then you couldn't do that. Yeah. Now you get to keep your number. Yeah. By the way, you know something else going on? Oh, you got to lock it out? Oh, that is what you need to know. Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. That's the 90 minutes from so, where we are. So not only is Lindsay, you know, Kind of big time in me today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Power tripping you? Yeah, exactly. Corporate Greg, all of a sudden, is just hanging around the studio. He left, but he hung. Ar- he never hangs around for this show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's hanging around like- He's here still? No, he left. Came in here just earlier. Just left, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, I forwarded him and Lindsay my NBA schedule from here to the All-Star break, and he asked me, that, like, he's like, I, I, I thought you already sent me this. I said, no, this is the updated version. Through Did you send the updated one to Cappy and I? Uh, I sent it to Lindsay and Greg. Do you want me to send it to you, well, too? Well, we, we, like, we always preach to Cappy to communicate to the whole group. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why DeAndre in here bringing this heat now. Okay. You know? I can bring like, it. Like, corporate Greg's, like, watching us like a helicopter dad. He was watching back there with social, like, watching, like, monitoring the situation. Like, what is the deal? Is he, like, like a principal in a classroom, I like, think so. watching the teacher teach the class or I something? I think so. Is that the deal now? It kind of felt like two-way glass. Dude, if you play that, people are going to think there's a cop behind Right. No that question. happens to me all the time. I'm just I... pointing out that DeAndre's yeah. bringing me the heat. Okay. You know what I'm, I'm saying? saying? I, I feel you. What if I play my siren from here? Yeah. That yeah, one doesn't sound yeah. as as as. It's as cartoony. real, yeah, as real as the one Chris was playing. Okay, come on, DeAndre. Hey, look, I ain't bringing no heat now. I don't know what's going. <laughs> Why ain't that working? That's not working. He ain't bringing no heat. Uh, so anyway, corporate Greg is so he's gone now. Yeah, he's so gone. now we can go back to doing what we want to do. Well, so I we, just uh, like so we think. I don't know. 
Hiding in the shadows, maybe. So Probably. are you saying that Lindsay Baseball's on a power trip today and Corporate Greg's on a power trip today, too? A bit of it. Like, I know how to train Power people. tripping? I built, corp- I built producer Jorge from scratch. Oh, wow. Okay? Like, I know what I'm doing. Everybody can relax. Yeah. Hey, I thought I was being helpful trying to be like, hey, I got this sound on my page. We good. Yeah. You know? Speaking of which, let's get to this LeBron thing. So- don't, don't talk in Sedano's ear unless I tell you. That's what she said to me. It's exactly what I said. Did wow. she really? Yeah. yeah. Damn. I said, okay. I said, you know, when you talk to Cappy down the line, make sure that you press the button down and you speak clearly. Otherwise, he'll say that he didn't hear you because, you know, that's what you always say, Cap. And I said, I like to well, say. Well, I think that uh, we will we will find out as as we now to, teach DeAndre. Helpful, DeAndre, it's critical that when talking to me, really to anybody who's on the air while I'm talking, I can talk and I can listen to what you're saying, but you must speak very clearly because otherwise, if I don't hear you, I'm like, what? What'd you yeah. say? And he does it on the air. Right. Do you think that I do a good job of, of telling you clearly, like, prize picks at the break, Cappy? I think, I think you do a nice job of enunciation, as okay. a matter of fact. <laughs> I think you enunciate well. Well, I can, I can understand how if someone's talking in your ear and they're just like, prize picks. You're like, what? What did you say? It right. could be anything. Well, mm-hmm. speaking of enunciating, uh, LeBron didn't love the way uh, Ime Udoka enunciated a particular word uh, to mm-hmm. him. Now, he said, Udoka, the first phrase he used, and I can say this, all right, I can say he he said stop bitching, as in like complaining, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And Le- LeBron ha- he took he does not like that word, the B word. He really doesn't. It, it's a thing, and I don't blame him. Nobody likes that word, right? But bitching is like you know complaining. So it, everybody knows there's a difference right. between the word bitching versus bitch. You know what I'm saying? Well, Cappy, Cappy. <laughs> what was that that you just did? <laughs> You know, it's like, like, hey, why are you, why are you bitching? Why are you complaining? Why are you kvetching, right? But then if you say to somebody, "What's up, my little bitch?" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, that's not cool. You can't be calling me the b word. I'm a grown ass man. Don't use that word so loosely, right? Is what LeBron allegedly said. Right. Well, not allegedly. You could hear him say it. Well, I'm just saying. Like, I, I mean, yes, we we can sort of hear him say it, but it's not a hundred percent clarity. And he did not confirm it, so we still have to say allegedly. Oh, I, I feel like it's definitely. Okay. But okay, I'll go with allegedly anyway. for now. Um, but Yudoka did not back down from him. Now, those two obviously played against each other back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I was I thought for a second LeBron was getting tossed, but it was Yudoka who right. got tossed. Yeah, I thought he tossed them both. Yeah, I thought he tossed them both, but Yudoka was the one that got tossed. Um, I kind of like this, because the Rockets, if you do, you know... I, uh, a, an old school Laker fan will know that the Rockets and Lakers have plenty of great games in their history together against each other. Now, this iteration of it, you know, these are like baby Rockets, basically. But I love baby Rockets. Yeah, That's right, little baby Rockets. You know, <laughs> yeah, they're little Sorry, baby Rockets. There's the old Rockets, and these are little baby Rockets. They are they're they're little, little, baby, little baby, baby Rockets. They're not T Mac and Yao. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're not um, which, Clyde the Glide. Clyde the Glide and Akeem and, mm-hmm. and you know later Charles and Scotty, right? Like, you know, those were like the Rocket Rockets. And even before then, right? Ralph Sampson and Akeem. Right. But these are little baby Rockets. You know, these are the baby Rockets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, look, I, I'm with you, George. I, I also like, you know, rivalry. And I also like controversy. And, you know, I thought Dylan Brooks was the bad guy on the Rockets. Now but you think Ime is. But now it's but now it's coach. Now here's the thing. You see, look. When he, when the coach says, stop your bitching, okay, um, LeBron takes offense to it, and I just think LeBron's kind of talking back to him. And then LeBron's like, hey, don't be using that word. We're grown men. Don't be using that word so loosely. And here's where it takes an interesting turn. This is when the coach says to him, 
What are you going to do about it? Right. And here's the answer. Not a damn thing. LeBron ain't going to do a damn thing. You want to know why? Because LeBron James going after the coach, he knows that would be a terrible, terrible stain oh, no on his brilliant reputation yeah. to punch that coach right in his face. Right. Okay? Um, Although if my- someone in the 80s did it, we'd love it. Right. But nowadays, you'd be like, oh, damn. Like, we'd look at LeBron, I mean, the same way we look at, you know, last year. Remember that punch with the, with the Golden State Warriors? You know, when that, that one punch that landed in that preseason, you know, like, we were like, whoa, that was super violent. That would have been LeBron yesterday delivering that punch. You know, on Saturday night. Here's my question. Where is Coach Ham? Oh, if- wait, wait. So I- I'll get to that because Ramona's got some reporting on that. Okay, because if I were Coach Ham, I'd be like, hold on a second here. He went all Hamon. Well, where was he during the game to go, excuse me? Yeah. You're using the B word with the king? You- you're going to talk to my players that way? Brother, it's you and me. All right, so let's hear from LeBron after the game first when he was asked about the exchange between the two. Uh, tax, what were you and uh, I talking about? Uh, Thanksgiving. How much we enjoyed Thanksgiving. Looked very friendly. Yeah, it was. I've gotten a, a tech this year for um, dunking the ball, for trying to take a charge, uh, and for you know talking to him. Yeah, it's a wild season. It's a wild season. <laughs> Um, wild season. Let me ask you this. Go ahead. So you wanted to know what Coach Ham thought, right? Like, what would you have done if you were Coach Ham? Well, listen, I, I got to tell you guys, this was Saturday night, and I was not focused in on this game, and I've only seen the interchange between LeBron and the coach from Houston. Right. Ime Udoka. Right. But if I were if I were Darvin Ham, because I think if Darvin Ham is a tough guy. He is a tough guy. You know, I think if Darvin Ham is having like crazy guy eyes, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know about that, but he no, was, like, he was me, an enforcer in like, his time. He's now, kind he looks of a like, badass. He looks like Debo from Friday. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and to me, Coach Ham, you're going to talk to my player that way? I don't think so. You and me, let's go. So, Because Ram- he knew that LeBron wasn't going to do anything, George. You know that. So Ramona hey, t- today Debo, on, on TV. on Say M- that again, DeAndre? What'd why, you say? Say, why does he got to be a Debo, man? <laughs> What do you mean, why has he got to be a D-boy? He looks like him. Who looks like him? Coach Hamon. And, Kathy, it only took an hour for you to step in it. Step in what? (laughs) Step in what? You can't look at somebody and see a resemblance and make mention of that? (laughs) Tell that to his face, would you? Would you be like, hey, Coach Ham, you look like Debo. Well, how about this? Put up a side-by-side of the two of them. You'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, man, Cap. Is that bad? Be careful, man. It's really that bad? Oh, will you stop? So anyway, uh, Ramona was on TV today and said that uh, Coach Hamon and her had a conversation about what Ime and LeBron were talking about. And here's what Ramona said on TV that Coach Ham said to her. Mm -hmm. I've known Darvin Ham a long time, since he was a player in this league. And now he's a coach, and I have not heard him respond to a situation like this since he was a player, when he was on the Pistons, on the bad boy Pistons, with the enforcer mentality, because it, the the language that Ime Odoka seems to have used towards LeBron James included the B word, okay? Mm-hmm. And that is not something you say to LeBron James, and LeBron said something back to him, and Darvin Ham essentially said to me, um, <laughs> something I, I'll have to have a little censored here on television here, uh, 
There's no where there's no crying B words here. <laughs> Tell them Saginaw said so. Yeah. Oh. Now Darvin Ham is from Saginaw. Yep. Mm-hmm. LeBron James is his best player. Yeah. When you come at his best player like that, there is a there is a reaction. And I think everyone in the Lakers kind of knew what was said, but I, when the audio of some of that got around on social media and it was going yep. viral yesterday, um, it was uh, that landed. So there's gonna be there's gonna be some things said between these two teams for years to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good. I, I wish that Coach Ham in game. I wish LeBron would have walked over to Coach Ham and go, "Man, you're not gonna believe this. You know what he just said to me? He said this." And then when I told him, "Don't use that word so loosely," you know what he said? What are you gonna do about it? I wish Darvin would have gone all Saginaw. We all know his story. I mean, we talked about it when he got hired of of the the tough childhood that he had, and I believe he was shot as a matter of fact, uh, as as the story goes, as Ramona actually reported it. I wish Darvin Ham would have gone over to Odoka and been like, uh, excuse me, we don't say that. And if you want to say that, my brother, let's take it back in the tunnel. Or better yet, let's just do it right here. What is wrong with you? You think the coaches are going to fight in front of everybody? Like, what do you think this is? Well, I mean, like I said, first take it back in the tunnel, but it would be more entertaining for the rest of us if they would fight in front of us. Yeah, I see. LeBron's bigger than that, though. Cap, come on now. What do you mean? Why, 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 why does that have to escalate after the game? Like, why does he got to take him to the tunnel, man? He, he's, a, he's a bigger person. He needs to do all that, man. Well, no, LeBron is telling him, don't talk to me like that. And then Udoka is saying, what are you going to do about it? And the answer is nothing. LeBron wasn't going to do anything. All LeBron's got to say is, look at, look at my career, man. Look at yours. Okay. All right. Well, I mean, it, it still didn't satisfy LeBron that he, was, that he felt like he was being called the B-word. Honestly? I think LeBron's turned this into a bunch of stuff that it really wasn't. And just for Ramona, just so she knows, it's not just LeBron you don't call the B-word. When you call another man the B-word, it's, it's time to throw hands. George, don't they have like a history, though, from when they played against each other? I mean, I don't know about a history. I mean, they played Us, against they, each other. I mean, people, I didn't know people were like escalating people on into the internet find games right, right. where LeBron dunked on him yeah, or whatever. Yeah, I wasn't sure if it was he's something He's done that where, on like everybody, well, though. Yeah, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know if there's like some like... Like he's not Lance Stevenson, you know what I mean? Lance blowing Stevenson. in LeBron's, LeBron, blowing in LeBron's ear, you know what I mean? Like that mm-hmm. wasn't that, you know. Mm-hmm. So there's not that. And if LeBron could play with Lance, I think he could squash anything. So, I mean that that is messed up. I mean, listen, which part? I, uh, I really think that LeBron kind of uh, kind of turned it into something that it wasn't. But if he would have, if Odoka would have been like, "You little bi," like, that, then I think we got real fighting words on our hands here. But he didn't. He was like, stop your bitching. Stop your complaining. It's just the word he used. But all right, listen, I'm all for it. I just wish that, that Udoka didn't know that LeBron wasn't going to do anything about it. Because we all know LeBron. What's LeBron going to do? Punch him in his face? He ain't going to do that. It's beneath him. Like, has Let's he ever been it. ejected for fighting, do you think? I don't think he has. I'm going to look it up, though. Has LeBron ever been ejected for fighting? Yeah, I feel like he probably hasn't. <sighs> he got into it in Chicago against somebody when he was with the Heat. Who was that? I'd have to look that up. Who was but that he didn't kid? get tossed, I don't think. Who was the young kid last year, George? Cap, from oh, playing the Alf music. Yeah, the kid from Detroit. Isaiah Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Chris wants us to go because, you know, you, you don't, you know, you look at the clock and you just kind of go. He's got to be training, remember? Training yeah, properly. Yeah, you've got to train DeAndre. Oh, you train keep, DeAndre. It, keep it clean. Right. Yeah, you know. okay. Tight, I mean, not clean, yeah. tight. So in, keep it in we, tight and we clean. Can, we can continue this conversation if you'd like, Cappy. Plus, I want to get into the Shohei Otani stuff that's going on. But first, let me tell folks about my friends at LA. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. We've got Andrew Swinburne from Moore Park. Andrew, congratulations. Hey, thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah man. Hey. You've already won two tickets to a game at SoFi. Awesome. And now, so awesome. that that's already in the bank. So let's do this. You're going to give me your Super Bowl prediction. You give me the AFC team, the NFC team, and then after that, you have to give me the score. If you nail that, you nail the two teams, you nail the score, Cappy's going to be knocking on your door with a suitcase full of cash, a million dollars. And a big old check for a picture. Well, I, I hope Cappy approves of my score. I'm going the 49ers over the Baltimore Ravens, 31-24. to 24. Okay. All right. We I got you. In. Love it. I think I, Andrew Swinburne. I think I'm the last million dollar Monday guy. Yeah, Andrew Swinburne. Is he the last? Yes. So Andrew Swinburne, uh, Swinburne of Moore Park is the last million dollar Monday guy for this season or person for this season, and he's got Niners thirty one, Ravens twenty four. Good luck, man. I like your pick. All right, thank you. I already planned to uh, share with Lindsay. So sorry, Cap. Oh, That's why? right. Why That's Lindsay? right. What's the deal? Because you know, Cappy, I tell everybody that when they call in. I say, I hope you yeah. waited. You share it with me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Love the show. Welcome, DeAndre. All right, man, Andrew. Nice. Thank you so much. Love and we'll your put show, you on man. hold. Big you fan can, of your show, dude. You and Lindsay can exchange information. Oh, surprise. We have a listener in Moore Park. Yeah. That's kind of that? out there. I mean, okay. I mean, we have a lot of listeners everywhere. Yeah, but, you know, Moore Park, I don't know. I didn't know more. They're down with us in Moore Park. You know they're what I'm saying, DeAndre? Down. Oh, they're down with us. Come on now. Oh, we, they're very down. Okay. So down in Moore Park. In the meantime, 31-24, Niners over Ravens is an excellent, excellent prediction. That's realistic. That could happen. It could happen. I would agree. Way to go, dude. I, I, Honestly, if I were picking a Super Bowl, that would probably be it. Sorry, DeAndre. I know you're an Eagles guy. Well, but I mean, on the AFC side of things, you just you can't rely on Kansas City right now. Right. The Dolphins haven't beaten anybody good. Right. Um, Buffalo, you don't believe in. Right. You're just, Cleveland, They're, they're too all over the place. Right. right. You're yeah. not, even tonight, oh, Pittsburgh's I'm, done. Right, I'm watching this Jacksonville team tonight against Cincinnati, and yeah. Cincinnati doesn't have their starting yeah, quarterback. Yeah, they're done too. So, I mean, I, Jake I Browning. Really, right now in the AFC, I mean, Baltimore, and this is what I was talking about earlier with the Rams. If the Rams could just beat one team you don't expect them to beat, Baltimore's up next. I'm not saying the Rams are going to beat them, because I think the Ravens are better, but the Rams have won three straight. They're building a ton of confidence, and they're they're maybe peaking at the right time. All health dependent, of course. Sure, of course. I don't think there's any doubt. Uh, look, I think the Rams, even in their game earlier this season against the Niners, the Niners were the better team, but the Rams were right there. They were knocking at the door the whole game. They didn't go away. So I, I don't think the Rams are going to lay down against anybody. Nope, I wouldn't think so. Yeah.
So, uh, all right, Cappy, let, let's finish this LeBron thing. So, what what do you want? Do you want the next time they play the Rockets, like Coach Ham just like walks up to Ime and sizes him up? Like that's what you want? We actually should do a tale of the tape on those two guys because they're both pretty big dudes. They both had, you know, I, I would call them sort of like old school NBA tough guy yeah. types. Wouldn't you cl- categorize uh, them as that? Yeah, I would say that Ime was more of like a, like Darwin was more the traditional like power forward enforcer type. And I would say Ime was more like the three and D kind of type. All I'd like to do is I'd like to look at both guys height. Both guys weight, um, both well, guys no, they're, age, they're both about, guys reach. Yeah, they're. I mean, Darwin's only a little bigger than him um, from a height perspective, but th- but as players, much he was a thicker player than Udoka was. Mm-hmm. But Udoka now, you no, know, now is bigger. Like he's a bigger dude. Here's what I would like Darwin to do. Yeah, I would like Darwin to either call and let this coach know, hey, listen, man, I'm telling you right now, that ain't gonna play. Okay. You want to say things to our players? That's fine. Coaches talk to other players all the time. But to disrespect our players. Oh, and by the way, the king. To, to disrespect the greatest player of the generation, the all-time leading scorer, the guy who's played more minutes than anybody in the history of the game, and the guy who at 38, about to be 39, is very, very much still the face of the NBA. Make no mistake. You can, you can tell me all day long about other players that are considered better than LeBron now. LeBron James is still the face of the NBA. When you disrespect him like that, mm-hmm. that's bad for everybody. Yeah. So I'm just here to tell you this, sucker. Next time, you watch it. Don't use that word so loosely. Because if you do, LeBron ain't going to do anything. You know it, and I know it, and he knows it. But I'll do something. You hear that, George? You hear the, and, and then you got to make those eyes. I'll do something. Saginaw. I will go Saginaw all up in this mofo. Cappy, I got the tail of the tape. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I, nice. I, I assume that this is based on like their most, like their last stats during their playing career. Well, but, I'll know based on weight. Go right. ahead. So, Darvin Ham, 6'7", 220. Nope. Darvin Ham, 6'7", 255, 260. Okay. And Ime Udoka was 6'6", 215. So, they're pretty close. Yeah. He's, he's now bigger, too. He's yeah. now a little bit heavier also. A little thicker himself. Yeah. They're both pretty thick mm-hmm. these days. I mean, what would you do? What would you? What, I mean, we what all do you are. think is the answer here, George? I mean, how that dare? To mean? I mean, we all are a little thicker. Why'd you things? look at me though when you said you didn't look at DeAndre? I mean, DeAndre's young. Yeah, fit. No, he's not as thick. He's young. He's twenty-five I'm, I'm years old. Yeah, he's, I'm a little fit. Chris. He's swole. What are you trying to say, guys? I've been walking like crazy, <laughs> yeah. miles after miles. Cappy's right. got me on a whole thing. Yeah, yeah you know. As a matter of fact, Chris, this Wednesday morning when we go out for our morning walk, yeah, I'm thinking we may have to leave the city and we may have to go out and get into like the hills. Oh, you want to go out to like like that time you tried to go up the hills at Yamava and the drone caught you and then the cops came down? Yeah, they 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 caught me because I was going up the hill and they're like, "Where are you going?" I'm like, "I'm just going up for an exercise walk, just walking up the hill here." And like, "No, brother, don't work like that. You don't go up that hill." I'm like, "How about that hill?" They're like, "No, you definitely don't go up that hill." So yes, we got to go out. We got to get to the hills, Chris. Well, the hills have eyes, as somebody once said. Mm-hmm. Got to get a sweat. You know what I mean? Got to get the heart rate up. Yeah, Cappy, I want to get to. At 545, because we got Radio Tinder coming up next. But mm-hmm. at 545, I want to get into the Shohei Otani sweepstakes mm-hmm. and kind of the latest on that, because I think that there's a couple of layers to this that I find fascinating now. But first, let me tell friends about our friends at NextGen. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The official AC heat. Little after 5.30 in the Southland Radio Tinder time. We didn't have a good TV theme today, so we're going to play this. Because on this day in 1954, the number one hit was the Quartet's Mr. Sandman. Remember this song? I do. This should um, be the theme song for Mason Ireland. <laughs> why is that? Mr. Mr. Sandman? Yes, why? Sleepy Thumb. Oh, Did on. you get the bit? It's just a joke. Don't get all upset. What Mr. movie was Sandman, this in? Man, bring me a dream. Well, was a it lot. Mr. Sandman? A lot of movies. No, but I want to say, was it Back to the Future that this yeah, was featured it was. prominently? It was. Yeah. Yeah. You can follow her. And Lindsay Baseball on Twitter, Instagram. Don't forget about our sponsor, Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Founded in the city of Downey, just like me. Take it away, producer Lindsay. Thanks, Christopher. All right, so the Jets' number two overall pick from 2021 didn't exactly pan out as a team starting quarterback. So, of course, you know, they signed Aaron Rodgers, and that didn't go so well. So they've had a, a string of other quarterbacks in the in the meantime. Yeah, Trevor Simeon played yesterday in the second half. And Zach Boyle waiting for uh, Rodgers to miraculously Tim make Boyle. a comeback. Tim Boyle. Sorry yeah. about that. Um, That's right. Nobody knows who he is. Right, exactly. And he's he, the no, Boyle he's, family does. He's actually right. been so bad. Zach. Yeah, he's been so bad that they're actually leaning towards having Zach Wilson come back as the starter. But according to multiple reports, Wilson is reluctant to step back in as the starting quarterback. The team is hoping that he changes his mind as they continue to discuss the next steps. Do you think Zach Wilson, Zach Wilson, should be telling the team he does not want to start for the Jets again? Swipe uh, left or swipe right? Uh, swipe left. I think that's a dumb idea if you're Zach Wilson. Um, you shouldn't be telling anyone no in the position you've been because you've stunk the place up for most of the last two years. I'm also going to swipe left. It's gutless, number one. Number two, it's heartless. Okay? Because think about it. If let's just say Zach Wilson leaves the Jets, which he's bound to do, no team is going to look at him as a starting quarterback. Nope. It's over. But, but everybody would look at him and go, he's played a lot. So in terms of being a backup quarterback, he's still young. He's a first-round talent. He's got a lot of game experience. I could take him as my backup, but if you tell me that I'm going to say to the team, hey, you benched me, you humiliated me, and by the way, you're going to wind up getting me killed out there. I'm not playing for you. You're gutless and you're heartless. I feel like none of these guys really have heart anymore. You know? Uh, what if Aaron's the one telling him not to play? He's like very tight with Aaron. That's just weird. I'd be really surprised. Really? I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be really surprised. I wouldn't. I feel like uh, I could see Aaron being like, "Nah, man, don't get yourself hurt playing for these dudes. They don't. They don't believe in you." Nah, I don't. I don't see it quite that way. I see Aaron Rodgers as being the guy who'd be like, "Hey, man, why don't you get back out there and and try and actually ball out?" Oh, I, I, we completely have completely different perspectives on who Aaron Rodgers is in 2023. Yeah, yeah. that doesn't fit in with like the whole idea that he's going to come back himself. Well, he's not. You really don't think he is? No. Nope. I'm convinced he is. No, he's no, not. He's not coming back. He I'm may convinced. practice. He may practice, but he ain't playing in a game. I why Why put himself out there? Just because I, I'm kind of convinced that it really is a conspiracy. He never really tore his Achilles, and he just wants to like make it look like he did so he can come back and be like, see, told you guys, science, I know more than you, because that's how he is. Mm. 
I yeah, but so. I think at the end of the day, the team is going to abide by what the doctors think. They're not oh. going to abide by what he thinks in his little crystals or whatever right. he puts but, in his legs. But let's just say that let's just say that he's totally cleared to come back. But the team is like four and twelve. They're not going to put him back. It's like, why would I come back and play for one game at that point? Yeah, why yeah. would I do that? Uh, Radio Tinder, by the way, is presented by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala, award-winning small batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website tequilamandala.com and demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. I had some blanco last night, Cappy. Nice. I was actually thinking that Tequila Mandala might be my go-to holiday gift this year. Of course it is, because it's free. No, no. I'm not going to allow you to do it. <laughs> do what? I'm, I'm going to call Kirk and Craig tonight and say, Cappy's cut off. What cut if off you, meaning what? Yeah, I know what your, gift, I know what your gifts are. Yeah, You're going to hit them up for free cases. No, what I was going to do is say to them, hey guys, I'm going to need to buy probably like a dozen bottles. So can we do anything? Like, can yes, we, can no. We... we now, here at the station, we can buy wholesale. Okay, well, that's what I'm looking for. But you, I want to make sure, I want to see that there's a transfer of money. <laughs> well, yeah, there'll be a transfer of money. It doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be for me. Oh, jeez. So you're a cheap scumbag. Wow, not only cheap, but a scumbag. <laughs> the lowest of the low. Gosh. Wow. You are always trying to finagle something, though. Well, here's the thing. Um, uh-huh. I'm going to give holiday gifts. Right. Do I, do I want to give something? Like, I'll give you an example. My friend this past weekend, he wanted to get some tequila. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm like, dude, you got to try tequila mandala. He's like, I've never had it. I'm like, you know, it's this beautiful round bottle. And I was showing him the Jim Nance video. And he's like, oh, man. He's like, I got to try that. So we were out to dinner and they didn't have it. So I'm thinking to myself, you know what? This would make a great holiday gift. But if I'm going to buy like a dozen bottles, it's going to be pretty expensive. Yeah. Well, luckily you make a lot of money. Right. Well, I'm not enough. Serious question, Cappy. Do you normally not spend money on your holiday gifts? Well, no, I usually like regift everything, you know. Okay. I mean, that sounds of, on brand, doesn't it? We got very. a lot of wine here from last year. I'm going to give to DeAndre. Yeah. How's that wine I gave you, Christopher? <laughs> it was beautiful. I had it on. I opened it Christmas. Wins had a sip. Not on Christmas. Thanksgiving. I was going to say Christmas. not Christmas yet. Yeah, I was going to say it was very good. The old world. Yeah, a little it was old beautiful. world. Beautiful. Little French wine. Oh, it was nice, Cappy. And I know that that was a gift from the heart. Mm. Cappy was the uh, the. Did towels? you buy that, Sedano, or you regifted it? No, I bought it. Oh, I'm just making sure. Cappy, did the towels that you gave me and Laura were those regifts? I bet you they mean, were. You, the towels, or you mean the robes? No, the towels. We had both. Remember, you gave us well, hair the towels? towels, right? Yeah, right, right. The oh, towels no, the were your towel. friends thing. The bolo right? towel. That's yeah. an amazing product, isn't it? Well, I mean, it was. It's you know, it's a great towel. It's a great yeah, it's hair not, towel. Yeah. Wasn't a regift. Was okay. not a regift. I was yeah. just curious because you said that you only regift. Well, I don't only regift, but. You know, I mean, sometimes if I can regift, I will regift. So, do you just have like a big closet with a stash oh, of stuff that Lindsay, you get? You should see my promotional oh, closet that I have here in my I house. I mean, I have one myself, and I but I just I just give it to people. It's not for like gifts. Like, here's your Christmas present. It's well, just like, like hey, here, I got like, these things. You'd like, like right it. now? I'll tell you guys right now. If you get a Sunday swagger hat from me, <laughs> okay. <laughs> hey, you know, and you go, hey, this is a really great hat. You You're know, pretty- Los Angeles swagger. It's got that. It looks like the Lakers. Like that's that's an awesome gift. Or a sided hat. Sided hat, I don't have any right now. Oh, really? I'm out. Yeah, I'm but out you got to order hats. some because that's the bit for the Secret Santa here at the station is that we mm. all give sided gifts. Yeah, I got to order a bunch of new stuff. Uh, all right, what's next, Lynn? All right, so Mookie Betts played plenty of second base last year for the Dodgers, but it sounds like the plan for him is to be the permanent starter next year because manager Dave Roberts told Alana Rizzo of MLB Network's High Heat that Betts will be the everyday second baseman for the upcoming campaign. Mm, Do wow. you think that that is the best use of Mookie Betts? Swipe left or swipe right? Cappy, you go first. Um, I'm going to swipe left and say no. I don't think it's the best use because I think Mookie Betts is like the most exciting and best 
right fielder in baseball. Um, I mean, he gets to a lot of balls that most guys can't get to in terms of making catches in the outfield. He's got a cannon of an arm. So my opinion is keep him in at, sec- at, at right field. But, you know, I am a Dave Roberts shill. So if that's what Dave thinks is best, Chris, that's what I'm going to say is best. I'm gonna, you see the hat I have on today. Let me take a look. I have this the, is gutless. the John Ireland uh, birthday gift. Mm-hmm. And that's one gutless bum. Um, I, I, I'm going to swipe right on this because it's actually Moogie Betts' preference, too, is to play second base. So if that's where he wants to play, and also Dave also believes that's where he should play, it's also going to be easier on his body because uh, you don't have to cover as much ground, Cappy. So I, I think that as he gets older, that's probably a better position for him to play. Not that he can't play for you in the outfield in a pinch situation like you're doing a double switch or something like that. Um, so I, I get that. But, yeah, I think that second base makes a ton of sense for him moving forward. Cappy, are you sure you're not just, like, kissing up to Dave Roberts so you can get some free holiday gifts out of him? Well, you know, that's actually a great he idea. he got a book on how to lose in the well, playoffs? Well, he's got a lot of tequila mandala, Dave Roberts. Well, he also has his own wine company. Oh, you know, man. Dave oh, has Z- his own wine company, Z- so maybe you. what I do is I, I tell Dave, I call Dave. I was supposed to see Dave last Friday night. Didn't happen for me. Oh, so you are trying to make up. You know so great, what I do the is best part I about his wine? up to make up. That's all we do. What's the best part of his wine? It makes you choke. Oh, oh come on. You know what? That's a perfect gift for you, Chris Morales. <laughs> the perfect gift for you is, is Dave, Dave Roberts' wine. wine. God, I got to get some. Yeah. And by the way, one last anecdote. Uh, Betts played 62 games at second base and 77 in the outfield. So it's not like he didn't play a lot at second base last year. George, you know what? I'm going to get a bottle of wine for you from Jim Nance, The Calling. That's his wine brand. Okay. I'm going to get everybody their own wine from the person that they should get a wine from. You're going to get Jim Nance. Chris is going to get Dave Roberts. Okay. And Lindsay Baseball, I haven't figured you out yet. Yeah, I don't but, really but, drink wine, though. But Chris is like... You re-gift a, it. A ri- Dave is like <laughs> his uh, his rival. Like I like Jim Nance. I know you do, but well, I'm you just saying... you got to get DeAndre, Cappy. you got to get DeAndre something. I haven't figured out what I'm getting DeAndre yet. He, he kind of said that he's going to give me uh, you know, a bottle of wine from last year. He kind of he said it earlier. That is true. He I did, did say that I've got some sitting in my my uh, my yeah. promotional mm-hmm. you know closet over here. Yeah. Perfect for DeAndre. So which one? I don't know. He's going to have to earn the good stuff. You oh, know what I'm saying? wow. Yeah, he's too I new. I haven't already earned the good stuff? Not yet. Not yet. No. Okay. No, you're new. Today's day one. Okay. Dang, okay. starting all over again. You don't just show again, up. Huh? I mean, you got to earn it, dog. Yeah, I, I mean, he's been here a while. I mean, you said you were blessed. You're blessed for this opportunity. I am, but you know, I did a lot of social work for you and stuff. Oh, like you've that. been crushing it for us. Just new role. You know, we, all right, so I'm going to give old DeAndre a good bottle, and I'm going to give new DeAndre not as good a bottle, and you can re-gift them both. There you go. Nice. All right, that is Radio Tinder, brought to you each and every day at approximately 5.30, sometimes a little later. I mean, usually a little later. Uh, but coming up next, Cappy, let's get into Shohei. I still want to get into what Lincoln Riley said about his team moving forward next season. Uh, but we'll, t- we'll touch on all that stuff coming up in a sec. But first, tell them about Subaru. So one thing about Subaru is this. You know, we always talk about love. You know, like, for example, the Share the Love event, where if you buy or lease a brand-new Subaru right now, um, there will be a big donation made on your behalf to one of the great national organizations that Subaru works with. But... The local retailers here in Southern California, you go in and you say, no, I want it directed to something local. They'll do that for you as well. So we always talk about love, right? Share the love. Love, it's what makes Subaru a Subaru, all these things. Let me tell you something. I have been loving my 2023 Subaru Solterra, the very first Subaru electric SUV. And I'll tell you what I did not love today. 
I was driving it, and I dropped it off. I had to give it back to the people from Subaru. I'm like, come on, guys. Subaru's all about love. I'm not loving the fact that I had to give it back. So now, George, I'm like everybody else. I got to go to Subaru. I got to buy or I got to lease. I got to be part of that share the love event. I mean, Subaru's given away like over $300 million to local charities and national charities. They're an amazing organization. But now I have fallen so in love yet again with the electric vehicle that now I just got to have one. So go check out that 2023 Solterra. If you are concerned about the environment, if that's like top priority for you, if safety is top priority, um, if saving money on gas is top priority, the Subaru Solterra is the vehicle for you. Come on out for the Share the Love event. Love. It's what makes Subaru Subaru. And now the love is electric. Yes, indeed. Sit down with Cap. You feel it, Cappy? Big time. Monday afternoon. Yeah. On this day in 1994, actually yesterday, December 3rd, 1994. You feel it, DeAndre? Before DeAndre was born. You got to say you feel it, Jack. Oh, I feel it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> Boys to Men had the number one hit on bended knee. DeAndre, you down with Motown Philly? Am I down with Motown Philly? Yeah, back again, doing a little East Coast line. Boys to Men is going off. Not too hard, not too song. You know that song? I, you know I don't actually. You don't what? Wait, time out. You don't, you don't know, know Motown, Motown Philly? Philly? What is going on? Oh, boy. Hey, look, I'm... Started out Philly, now Philly's jamming. You're an Eagles fan, too. Boys to men, BBD. Yeah. BBD. How do you not families. know that? That's See, crazy. Because he's young. Thank you, Saddam. That's it. I'm young. That song came out in the 90s. We need to play it. How old were you? Hold on. Guy's 25 years old. Guy was born in what, 98? 98. Yeah. Damn. That song I know came plenty of songs before I was born. Oh, I heard this song. Yeah, oh, you know this song? You know this song? This song came out in 1991. Hey, DeAndre, this is brand new. Come on, Chris. Give it to him. Give him the dump truck, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> you want the dump truck? Give it Stand to him. Up. Give him that dump truck. Give it to him. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> damn. DeAndre, give that dump truck right back. He yeah. dumped me back. Yeah, boy. Takes yeah. it way better than Mace did. <laughs> boy, I'm surprised Mason still has not worn a neck brace to work. I'm surprised he hasn't put in like a human resources claim, injured on the job, workman's comp kind of deal. Cody, were you paying attention back there? We got oh, he got the, you all. He got double you. dump truck. Yeah, he got you on the dump truck. Oh, Did it really happen? Or just dreams just fade away? Come on, DeAndre. Didn't start it dancing and they said it sound cool. Started it off and here we are. Kicking it just for you. you. Ah. <laughs> Give him that dump truck, Chris. Yeah. 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 Ah. Ah. Oh, we're gonna, DeAndre's going to leave after day one. He keeps getting hit by the dump truck. <laughs> yeah. Dude, how about DeAndre yesterday, George? So I'm, uh, I'm down on the field before this uh, Rams-Browns game, you know? Mm-hmm. And I was on the field like by 10.30 in the morning. I wanted to beat the traffic in. I wanted to get in. No problems, you know? Yeah. So I'm on the field before the game, and I'm just kind of sitting there on the Browns bench watching the, the early games with my buddy Alex. We're kind of just sitting there kicking it. Kicking it just for you! And uh, DeAndre, who's doing social media yesterday, yeah. comes up and starts taking some pics, mm-hmm. starts shooting some videos. And my boy Alex looks at him and meets him and goes, so like, bro, you going to play running back for us or what? <laughs> I mean, DeAndre's like 6'2", 
225, like lean and mean and big and strong looking. Right. 6'3", six, six, actually. But uh, Oh, sorry. What did, I told you it would take an hour for Cappy to make it weird. It took an hour <laughs> 50, but still, right? Not just bad. Just a little bit. Just a little Not bad. bit. I mean, come on, DeAndre. People see you and they're like, who you play for? Oh my gosh! <laughs> they did. They did. Someone at the Mandy thought you were Kurt Morrison. I did Someone, yeah. Someone was like, hey, "Do you play? Who do you play for? Which NFL team do you play for?" I'm like, "Ah, yeah, yeah. I'm just a regular social media." Boy, yeah. if I had that body, if I had that body, buddy, what would you have you, played? Let me tell you something right now. I'd be just running fools over in the NFL. I'd just be putting my head down and trucking a fool. Well, if you, I were six three, two twenty five, out of the game, if that were the hey, case. Cap, I have a question for you. Yeah. Did you ask the the Browns coaching staff? You know, if you can be a kicker for them. I did not, but I should have, especially after that kid missed that PAT last night, right? Yeah, that was like exactly. the first one he missed. Yeah. That was crucial, though. That was a crucial. You know, it was. PAT. You're right, it was. But can't get too mad at him. Yeah. He's been Didn't they draft good. him? No, that was Cade York. He got cut like week three. He oh. was terrible. Well, Hopkins is a veteran, though. He's been around the league. Oh, it was Dustin Hopkins yeah. who used yeah. to kick he's for the good. Chargers. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Yeah, he just killed him last night, though. Yeah. yeah. So. Um, speaking of which, let, mm. let gosh, I want to get to this Otani stuff. Um, but let's do that real quick, because I do want to get to yeah, the Chargers. Jump into it. Uh, so Buster Olney is reporting that one player agent thinks Shohei Otani will end up re-signing with the Angels. Mm-hmm. Quote, because of money, sure, but also because he's devoted to routine and no organization would offer him more autonomy. What does that mean exactly? Yeah, what does that mean? Like, what, what, like Okay, listen, George. Autonomy, right? Remember when Russell Wilson went to the Denver Broncos and then the stories were that Russell Wilson had his own office, had his own coaching staff, Mm -hmm. right? Was completely separated. Way back in the day, I remember Barry Bonds. People used to say, well, Barry Bonds has his own, like, wing of the clubhouse. He did. Okay, but here's the thing. You mean to tell me that the Dodgers, as an example, are going to sign Otani, hypothetically, for $600 million and they're going to go, but you can't do this and you can't do that. Otani's going to set the rules. Hey, here's how much money I want. And here's how I operate. And everybody who's going to kiss their his butt and go, whatever you say, Otani. Right. What does that mean? He he doesn't have enough autonomy. Got I point. don't I don't get it. He's got he needs autonomy. Apparently oh, so. Oh, that's a good one. That's yeah. right. Hey now. By the way, um, there are a couple updates to this story. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. One is that um, Stephanie Epstein from. SI, Sports Illustrated. Yeah. Hopefully she's real I'm not know. sure. I have not gotten that far, but everyone's mm-hmm. kind of running with this. That yeah. She says that circumstantial evidence and clues suggest that Shohei Otani may be advancing talks with the Blue Jays. What? Yep. Toronto. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Beautiful okay. summer city, by the way. And then John Morosi is saying that the Braves are among the teams still nobody in knows. on Shohei. This, you know what? This tells me nobody knows Nobody what does know. Like. It's right, secretive. I, you know what? I'm Here's what I'm reporting. Nobody knows. Hey, good report. Okay, Solid. That's Solid. it. Don't, don't aggregate them. Hey there. I'm George Sedano. Yeah, that's well, my report. My report listen, is nobody knows crap. But but let me ask you guys a question. If Otani went back to the Angels, would that like blow your mind or not? It no. would be surprising. Because he did clean up everything when he left there this at the end of the season. Right, but, Before the season was over, he cleaned out everything. Right, but let me ask you a question. What was he supposed to do? Like, don't, leave don't, all of his stuff, and when yeah. I sign with the Dodgers, I'll show up and pick up my crap? Yeah, you'll have somebody pick it up. Wait, don't every, doesn't every player do that at the end of the season? They have locker clean out? No, he was cleaned out well before everyone else, though. Oh. Yeah, well, he was hurt. He right. wasn't playing anymore. Yeah. But it, it's, it was an on, ominous sign at the moment. Um, well, listen, I, if he wants to stay with one team, I'm cool with that. I don't have a huge issue. It would be a little disappointing because I, I don't think they have this incredible track record of winning. 
Uh, although the GM has only been there a couple years, I don't want to completely just rule out the fact that he could build something for them. I actually thought they were making progress last year, and then the injuries crept up on them again. But if Otani signed, let's just call it a 10-year contract. If you're the Angels, five hundred million, right? You, but you might think to yourself, well, at least we've got Otani locked up, and other other players would want to come here via free agency to play with Otani. I'm not saying that would 100 percent happen. I'm just saying that in theory, that's what they might be thinking. We've got him locked up. We've got the most interesting player on the planet. So why not? Why not see if other guys will come and support that? Now I don't know where all the money comes from. You know, I, I really don't know where Artie Moreno just starts picking money off the tree in the backyard. I don't know. But I, you know, Johnny Ireland said it earlier today that he would think of Otani as a loser if he went back. No, no, to the he Angels. did not say that. What he he said he would think less of him. Ah, cap. He did well, not say he would be a loser. Well, when I say a loser, because the Angels have been traditionally a losing organization. <laughs> okay, but that's not what John said. Though. Well, that was my interpretation. That's what I heard. Okay, I'll but tell you, you know this what? right now. Now I know why Fortinbaugh's mad at you. <laughs> oh, come on, <laughs> Fortin who? <laughs> I don't wonder if Johnny I's going to call me that name tomorrow. He should. Yeah. And then the circle's going to go after him. The circle's Sh- loving that bit, though. Oh, dude. The circle is having good the greatest time of their lives with bit. Fortin, whoever. George, if you would have been there, you, oh, man, that was just funny. Well, if I would have been there, I think that perhaps it would have gone a little different. Okay, guys. Now you're going to get Mason. Then he's going to get all upset because he's going to get no, tweeted at. No, all I'm saying is Mason I w- did a great job. No, He I- did. It was actually very funny how quickly he was able to pivot. Right. Because he doesn't like Cap. I- yeah. But I'm not saying that it would have been better had I been there. Him and Ireland have been waiting for something to come after us with. No, no, but Christopher, this is where you're misinterpreting what I'm saying. I'm not it's saying another I, bit I, of the year candidate. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not. It saying, wasn't really a bit. Yeah. Well, yeah. Unintentional kind of, bit. Yeah. I'm not saying what I would have done would have made th- matters better than what Mason did. I, they might have made things worse. To yeah, be that would have been better if you would have made things worse. <laughs> I do feel like George. And well, maybe I would have asked wrong. real questions here, like, yo, yo, what's yeah, up? I was going to say, I do feel like George may be a little bit more, like, able to, like, better on his toes in that situation to, like, turn something around. Just because you're used to that with so many of these player interviews that you do, you have to, like, quickly be like, oh, 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 I can't believe you said that. Here's my next question. Well, the thing is, for me, is that I still, to this moment, don't uh, know okay, okay, what okay. his problem is. And the funny part of it is, is that I'm like, wait a second, if he's this angry... Maybe I did something that I don't know about, and I don't really want that to be revealed on the air. It could be really damaging, you know? But I I still think that it's over, like, some Twitter beef from, like, five years ago. And if you're holding on to a Twitter beef from five years ago that you would come on an ESPN radio station and say that about another ESPN employee, that's pretty darn careless and and certainly very unprofessional. Rack me. (laughs) Thank you. It's kind of reckless speculation, isn't it, Cappy? Rack me. You hear that, DeAndre? I'm getting racked. You got to learn how to rack a brother. You know how to rack him? No, not to rack him yet. I'm you got to learn. See, I'm that's learning. why it's day I'm one. Learning. Yeah, it's day one. I, I did tell him to have a take and stay with it, but I didn't say the don't suck part. Don't suck, DeAndre. Yeah, just have a take and don't suck. You know what I want to find out next, Shinana? Shut! No, 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 no. Sorry. I want to find out why Rachel wasn't part of the Oh, why weekend. wasn't Rachel? Yeah, so let's yeah. Co- why don't we talk about that now. next? Yeah, let's do that next. Also, I want to get into What happened this- to Otani? What happened to more Otani? <laughs> well, no, Lincoln Riley, too. What Lincoln happened to Lincoln Riley? Riley? What happened to comments. Caleb Williams? But we want to find out- What happened wh- to the Chargers? Yeah, all that stuff. We have a whole hour to go. You don't want to know about Rachel. Yeah, that's going to be the what you need to know.